Recovery Radio, KMP3, Thousand Oaks. Ah, yes. You are listening to Recovery Radio Podcast on KMP3. I am a member of Alcoholics Anonymous and I am your host. You can email me at sarcasticbigbook at gmail. Follow me on Instagram at sarcastic.aa.book. Visit my websites recoveryradiokmp3.com And to purchase the books, go to sarcasticbinbook.com As always, so glad you're here with me. I don't know if your day is just getting started or it's just winding down or it's somewhere right in the middle, but here we are. You and Grateful I have no desire to drink today. I do have a piping hot cup of coffee here, the French roast, some Don Francisco's hazelnut. Not paid sponsors, Trader Joe's and Don Francisco's, just a coffee that I just love so much. Anyways. I'm in such a good mood today, I can't stand it. I want a couple house cleaning things real quick before I get into it today. If you are interested in attending any one of the sarcastic big book meetings that are on Zoom that happen every week, email me at sarcasticbigbook.com. I'll send you the Zoom codes. I don't go to them. I do not start them. But I hear they are amazing. Also, if you haven't already, go to recoveryradiokmp3.com. Look at what my wife has put together. Her dream is to create a nonprofit somehow that is helping uh, recovering alcoholics and addicts in the community. She's something she's working on on a regular basis. So, anyways, check it out. And they have there's mugs there and t-shirts and stuff like that. And for the people who write to me, I really appreciate it, as I always like to say on here. Um, means a lot. If you want to send me an email, sarcasticbigbook at gmail.com. I always read them and write back. Send me a message on Instagram, sarcastic.a.book. Okay. Enough of that. Today, I just want to read... Something from the book, Alcoholics Anonymous. Talk about it a little bit. 
I'm going to read something from page 153, if you want to turn there. It's talking about Bill Wilson, one of the co-founders of Alcoholics Anonymous. Last paragraph on page 153. Years ago, in 1935, one of our members made a journey to a certain western city. From a business standpoint, the trip came off badly. Had he been successful in his enterprise, he would have been set on his feet financially, which at the time seemed vitally important. But his venture wound up in a lawsuit and bogged down completely. The proceeding was shot through with much hard feeling and controversy. Bitterly discouraged, he found himself in a strange place, discredited and almost broke. Still physically weak, but sober, sober but a few months, he saw that his predicament was dangerous. He wanted so much to talk with someone, but whom? One dismal afternoon, he paced a hotel lobby, wondering how his bill was to be paid. At one end of the room stood a glass-covered directory of local churches. Down the lobby, a door opened into an attractive bar. He could see the gay crowd inside. In there, he would find companionship and release. Unless he took some drinks, he might not have the courage to scrape an acquaintance. He would have a lonely weekend. Of course, he couldn't drink. But why not sit, hopefully, at a table bought a bottle of ginger ale before him? After all, had he not been sober six months now, perhaps he could handle, say, three drinks, no more. Fear gripped him. He was on thin ice. Again, it was that old insidious insanity, that first drink. With a shiver, he turned away and walked down the lobby to the church directory. Music and gay chatter still floated to him from the bar. But what about his responsibilities, his family, and the men who would die because they would not know how to get well? Ah, yes, those other alcoholics. There must be many such in this town. He would phone a clergyman. His sanity returned, and he thanked God. Selecting a church at random from the directory, he stepped into the booth and lifted the receiver. Those are the events leading up to Bill Wilson meeting Dr. Bob, the other co-founder of Alcoholics Anonymous. He went on this business trip. If it had gone well, he would have been set straight on financially, which seemed crucial at that time. But it was a disaster. And... He had been sober for six months. How he how he how had he been sober for six months? Because he had been carrying the message to other alcoholics. None of them were receiving the message. Nobody was getting sober. But he himself was sober because he was staying out of self. He was really disappointed that nobody was getting sober, and his wife said to him, You're sober. But anyways, Bill thought of someone else, and here we are. It's a story I think about often, whenever I'm tempted to say, to hell with this, when I'm tempted to give up on something.
if that business trip had gone well, we don't know what would have happened, but Bill would not have met Bob. Think about that. If you're right now all concerned that something has to go a certain way. Like Bill was. Like I have been many times. This has to turn out a certain way. I need this. This is vitally important. If Bill's plan had worked out, where would we be? He wouldn't have met Dr. Bob. Think about that. So maybe there's something that you're really desperately hoping works out. I don't really get that way for for very long anymore. Because I have learned through so many experiences in my sobriety that God's plan is better. My job is to get and stay out of self as best I can. Can't do that with my own willpower. Initially, had to get unblocked by using the spiritual Drano on that pipe that had me clogged and separated from God. That spiritual Drano that I like to call steps three through nine. My job today is not to stay sober. My job today is to stay unblocked. One of the ways I stay unblocked is to detach my thoughts from their grip on outcomes. I don't know how it's supposed to go. Bill knew how it was supposed to go. It didn't go that way. And again, had his plans worked out, he never would have met Dr. Bob. And where would we be? It's a story I think about a lot. Also, I know I've talked about this a bunch on here, but it's also noteworthy that Bill did not call the man who carried the message to him, the person he called his sponsor, Ebby. He didn't call Ebby. He didn't call somebody to talk about himself or complain or talk about fear. He called somebody. He was turning his attention to someone else. He was doing a very simple but important pivot mentally. He did not call somebody to say, I want a drink. This thing was a nightmare. That would be like watering a weed. He turned his attention to someone else. And here we are. Do you hear the gay chatter from outside? (laughs) The birds? (laughs) 
floating to me into the mic. It's lots of activity today. They got a new, we got a new uh, bird feeder situation out there and it's a blazing success. Anyways, so maybe there's some plans that are worrying you, that you think ought to turn out a certain way. And just maybe keeping this in mind will help. I'm going to give a shout out today to podcast greater than yourself. I want to give a shout out to Mackenzie for graduating today. Today's graduation day. From many years of hard work to get a double master's. Give a shout out to Say happy birthday to Richard. And if anybody needs to hear it, I will say that everything's okay. I have a lot of male modeling to do this weekend. I'm on the cover of a magazine called Buff Sober Sex Stars with a Z. Yuck. Just kidding. Can you imagine? All right. I'm out of here. I'm going to go. I'm going to get out of here. Waiter? Yeah. Just the coffee. And the humble pie. That's it. I will be leaving now. Wow. I sound so old right now. Okay. I'm going to leave. Have an amazing weekend. I don't know why my life was saved, but I am going to go try to live a life that's worth saving. And I hope you'll do the same.